0: Don't write this, don't read this, don't rate this, it's rubbish. Don't publish
1: this podcast.
0: Hello everybody, hello and welcome back once more to Don't Publish This Podcast with myself, Andrew Williams, and my best Mara over there, Mr. Anthony Arnott. Hello, Anthony. Ciao a tutti. welcome everybody. How True. are we, Andy? I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm good. Thanks. I'm good. Um, if, if we have some issues today, just for the listeners, um, normally we can see each other while we're recording, but um, for some reason, my end isn't working very well, so we can't actually see when each other is speaking. But I'm sure,
1: I'm sure I'll am sure, get through that. Good, good. Yeah, I think, um, Andy's just mentioned there that it's because he's probably bought like a cheap laptop, um, and it doesn't have a camera mm. on it. We're thinking that might be the reason. How are you? Yeah, not bad, Mara. Not bad at all. Um, I think we should, even though this is like a bonus episode, really. Um, I think we should kind of start by letting the good listeners know, just in case they found us just for the first time on this episode, like what this podcast's actually about. So, sure. take it away, Andy. Uh, so yes, this is a story
0: competition with a difference. Each week, uh, Anthony and I will compete. For the dubious honour of having written the most unpublishable story um, in a randomly genre rated genre with a title provided by a mystery reader who will judge at the
1: end whose is the most unpublishable of stories. Couldn't have said it better myself, Mara. Well done, well done. <laughs> it took long enough to
0: practice that. We've had how many episodes so far. Finally can describe what it is we actually yeah, do. Yeah, we've only
1: been doing it nearly a year, so it's fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and today is a special episode, we should mention, as you kind of touched on before. So today, it's not actually our stories that will be there for the judging. Oh, no, 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 as you no no, so. no, 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 no. Uh, today is uh, we have had we have two entrants from our listening public. They've given us two unpublishable, so they think, stories that to this very moment neither of us have have actually read. So we're going to all hear it for the first time together. I'm excited. Are you excited? I am. See how unpublishable you are. Well, I've I've I have i i do not know if you you want to start or you want to go. Um, second, I've got one open ready just in case. Yeah, well, you
1: you, you, I tell you what, sorry, you go,
0: you go first, take it away. Yeah, so this entrance comes in from Mr. Anthony Strett, um, and it's called Why Did the Chicken Cross the Road? The date, 14th of February, 2154, the time. Nine twenty-five p.m. My name is Chip Drummer Drummington. I am part of the Fried Chicken Coop, and this is my final diary diary, not dietary diary entry. I've been here. Oh, I've been here from the start. The takeover of the Italian Pizza Empire. So, so it's a coup rather than the coop. I like that. Nice. The Mexican Taco Warriors reign, and last but not least, the Chinese Master Wok Party. All of these governments made it their mission to banish all food except from their own. Can you imagine? No peri-peri chicken. No chicken wings. No chicken thigh curry. Cluck, it doesn't bear thinking about. One government after another patrolling the streets, using their sniffer dogs to smell out and destroy all sources of different types of food, which are different to their licensed grudge and gruel. Cook on pain of death. They'd send undercover agents to try your food. At first, they were easy to spot, wearing Scooby-Doo-like fancy dress, but coming across more like Mr Bean and drag. I've seen it all, but now, the biggest threat to our existence? The lamb kebabs. They are different. They've bred chicken to infiltrate the coops. They're trying to take us out. We, the fried chicken coop, have had to put up a good fight, but the lamb kebabs are dangerous. We've lost fried chicken shops left, right and centre. We were the last ones. One shop to rival the empire. They arrive to underground restaurants. They kidnap our people by covering them in wool. And they've never seen, and they're never seen again. Death is their only answer. You either sell kebabs or you become one. Tonight, I'm on surveillance. A stealth mission, even. I finally found their base, their HQ. It's nighttime, so it should be dark. But from across the road, I can feel the heat and see the shine of the neon sign. The kebab picture is teasing me. Is it really that bad to only eat kebabs? No, stop it, drummer. Put yourself together. You're here for a reason. Your reason being your meaning of life, even if we all know the meaning of life, the universe and everything is 42. We are a rebellious group. Some say I'm the worst, but I'm here to bring peace to our nation. Dwen, this clash of clans, this reign of lamb terror, this the sheesh horror, this, <laughs> the sheesh horror of it all. I want people to enjoy chicken. Why can't they have this succulent, delicious meat? Should I speak to the colonel, or do you think he knows? Am I spicy enough? Will he allow other meat to be eaten? Who knows? But this is the the delight for another generation. Tonight will be special. So special that the vegans and vegetarians will appreciate my work of art, my masterpiece, or as Creed would sing like in the build-up to Austin the Rock. That's a reference that's beyond me i'm not that hip uh, it's my sacrifice note i do not own the rights to this music but uh, oh sorry it's my sacrifice note i do not own the rights to this music but boy <laughs> what a build-up that was i miss the attitude era ah, it's wrestling wrestling guys anyway i'm here for my brother jimmy Phi drummington he was told this mission was suicide he didn't care he knew the risks of war Turns out they caught him. They sold him as part of a kebab meal for the special price of $24.99. Gosh, you can tell Anthony's from the South, can't you, with prices like that? Um, But he did come with with salad and a drink. Maybe, just maybe, I can do him proud. I can do my nation proud. Yes, yes, you've made it this far, drummy. Let's finish the mission. As I wipe the sweat from my brow, I can see the change of the guard. If I time this right, I'll be able to get to their HQ. I'll finally do it. I hope this plan works. The first set of guards are gone. If my plan is correct, the light will turn off in three, two, one, and yes, the light has gone. My final thoughts are, I love you, Mum. But as part of the age old question, you the reader wanted to know why the chicken crossed the road? The answer, to blow up the lamb kebabs HQ. In the words of the Fresh Prince, tick tick, 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 boom. And that's so there is the end of Anthony's succinct and meat filled saga. Different Anthony. Mm. No, no, I, is, is that some kind of disclaimer? Ah, no, no, no. I did not write this. It was no, not. No, but me. I'll, be,
1: I'll be incredibly thrilled and proud of myself if I did. I thought it was really good. <laughs> delightful, <laughs> delightful little tale. I thought it was excellent. It was, it, it was very much in your style, actually. It was kind of like I could. There were there were elements to it. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Cluck, that like oh, do you know what I mean. That, no, that sort could. of thing getting in there. That, even the whole idea of like the the Chicken Empire, if you like, and mention of the Colonel Colonel even, um, yeah. and like how it's kind of like faced off the the Italians, and now it's time to take on the kebabs, um. It was uh, very, very you, if I'm honest. Yeah, I feel like I didn't do justice reading it, though, because it was the first time I've read
0: it, you know. Normally, my own stories are kind of a little read-through, a bit of a, you know, I know I know what to what. I yeah. think I enjoyed it more because it was the first time. But I just, yeah, acting-wise, Anthony, I'm, I'm very sorry I didn't uh, I didn't do justice to your tremendous, tremendous term. I'm a little bit peckish, I must say, after that. Um,
1: yeah, 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 make it about yourself. Anyway, back to Anthony's story. Um... No, oh, I, I thought it was genuinely good. I'm, 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 I've even wrote down publishable. T- Pu- oh,
0: publishable. <laughs> let's, let's 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 unpick because he did he did do this as, and I'm sure he'll love to hear it's publishable. But he yeah. did do this as a unpublishable. Um, yes. Sorry. So so let, let,
1: let's, let's. Yes. See let's not land on it
0: too soon for him. To, yeah. I, 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 one for me, obviously. You know I, the references that I love. You know, Mr. Bean and drag. I think yes, fantastic reference. Could that you was that
1: Could you publish it?
0: Only if you were doing some kind of Mr. Bean annual, perhaps.
1: No, see, I, I, to me, that's 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 sort of thing that, and I, hmm, I, don't want to kind of like offend Anthony here with his writing, but it's the sort of thing that like could nice end guy. up in a in a Ben Elton novel. Do you know what I mean? And he publishes a lot of books. Um, he does. He does does kind of being translate
0: to book form though? You know, it's a lot of physical physical comedy and a lot of sound comedy. You know, is sort of beanish grunts and whatnot. Um, but you get you drag. get it
1: though. You you get it. Yeah, you you, you you're, you're not, It's not a it's not a reach, is it? You, you you. I'm clutching. Yeah, I know. You yeah, yeah. No, even the Scooby Doo one that was that was the line before it. I thought I thought it's strong. Strong imagery.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I realised Austin wasn't a vehicle. Uh, Austin is stone cold Steve Austin. So afterwards, at mm-hmm. first, I was thinking that's quite unpublishable. I don't. I thought it was he said as Creed would sing. So I, I initially thought Apollo Creed. Yeah, um, yeah. which is yeah my first thought. Uh, and then Austin, I'm off to motor vehicles. And then The Rock, I thought we were talking some kind of geological character. But then I've, as I've sort of pieced it together retrospectively, mm-hmm. um, it's it's a wrestling. Reference. So again, they, you know, for for a, I was going to say niche market. I'm sure it's been watched by millions. um Very publishable for them.
1: Yeah. No. Absolutely. Well, it's the it's the age old kind of debate. Like just because you might not get the reference straight away, doesn't necessarily mean like that you're the audience. Do you know what I mean for that particular mm. reference? Oh uh, God! I've done a whole
0: story for the next series. That's a reference that if you don't get it, the whole thing is even worse than it was intended.
1: I can't wait to hear it. Anyway, less of you, more of Anthony's story. Um, no, 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 no. We're here for me. Just, just kidding. Just kidding. Half kidding. Um, no, uh, uh, oh, it's. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I'm quite struggling to kind of pick it apart in an mm. unpublishable way. Just because the well, the ref, the. The jokes land and are and are brilliant. I mean, even even the name drummer, as in drumstick, chicken drumstick, it drums up images, doesn't it? It certainly does. It certainly does. Um, you snared that comment straight away. <laughs> um, well done. Yeah, no, it's it's evenly obviously like the word there, sorry, the name drummer, uh, drumstick. Uh, I thought that was excellent.
0: <laughs> Do you know I picture when, when we're sort of, you know, and I'm sort of some sort of late nineties, early two thousands. And again, maybe this goes to the attitude wrestling reference, but some sort of like music video, you know, bloodhound gang dressed up in costumes as chicken drumsticks kind of. And and this story in song thought, song form, song form rather, you know, and easy for you to say. And they sample which, obviously not, you know, and they'd be, they'd be sampling the Fresh Prince's tick and boom at the end, you know. It's some sort even, of that, even that, even that. Staff, I thought yeah.
1: it was a great ending, just because it came out of nowhere. I'm, I, mm. I, I do, I do apologize, Anthony. Uh, this, this was, oh, this was, for me, it was too, it was too good. Mm. Mm. <laughs> now, I, now yeah. I know how the mystery reader feels. This is awful, isn't it?
0: Just. <laughs> You know, and it's it's and, and sort of it's on the other end because obviously
1: I've clearly become very unpublishable. Yes. Um, and and just, how, how once in a just while... talk, talk us talk the listener through that, Andrew. How how have you clearly your word clearly become so unpublishable? Well, I've won, but have you seen so far on the Christmas special? So you yes. know the aim you're is like to be a, you're like a young, you're like honestly, you're like um, Pep Guardiola in charge of Manchester. Like You've got that winning mentality. Um, wow! Well, oh, mental, you know yeah. what? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hang on, sorry. You're you're also a bit like that Jose Mourinho's Chelsea when they used to win oh. everything with 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 arrogance. Um, no, no, um, sorry. Um, is, this, is this me being called arrogant? This is this, this. You've you've also got the panache, panache of an Arsenal Wenger's Arsenal when the, the Invincibles. That's what you remind me of. Um, right. Except that in oh no, and, hang and on, sorry, tape. sorry. Okay. Uh, the winner mentality of Sir Alex Ferguson's Manchester United team. I see what you're doing here of the '90s kind of and early, 90s. skirting 0s. around
0: any manager that you think i probably wouldn't appreciate.
1: But this is what this is what your, this is what your um your method, your your style, your your je ne sais quoi, shall we say? This is what it all re- re- reminds me of of all these truly, truly great Premier League managers.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Back to the original point that I was making. Just once in a while, I would like it to be like this one for Anthony. You know, you think I'm going to put in something that's unpublishable. And, you know, his genius just shone through so much that he's, he's too too good a writer that he yeah. wasn't unpublishable. Um, and alas, that doesn't seem to be happening.
1: Yeah, it's... Uh, don't get me wrong. I feel like it was it started off. I'll be honest. It did start off a little slowly for me, and it did kind of like, mm. and it needed to find its own rhythm and its own pace a little bit. So, if I was gonna kind of nitpick anything, and I am li- like just nitpicking now, that would that would be it. But as soon as it, as soon as it got going, man, it I was can't even do that. I haven't got finger, hair. Finger licking
0: good. Mm? No, was I said I can't even nitpick. I haven't got hair.
1: You can you can nitpick somebody else's, but I hope you don't. No. Anyway, sorry. Where do you, where do you land on this, Sandy? Is it is it publishable or unpublishable? Do you think? I mean, I've I've struggled for arguments to make
0: it unpublishable. So, um, compliments and commiserations, Anthony, on your very publishable story. Um, yeah. So I think it's time to crack on with the the next the next
1: entrant. This one. Is from a Mr. Simon McGill, and it's called Back to the Before. Anthony and Andrew had been friends for many years. They had shared many an adventure. They had watched their families grow, the world change and read many, many books. They sat together in Andrew's porch. That's porch, not Porsche. Porch. It was now possible as hologram calling was now available on a basic communication plan. The two men would never have stumped up more than was absolutely necessary. (laughs) The two friends were reminiscing about the past. They discussed the unicorn wars of 2036 and how, ultimately, neither side of the unicorns have wings, or do not have wings, should have taken it as far as they should have. Still, they both got to visit Wales before it had been reduced to a smouldering ash pile. Wars, what are they good for, eh? The pair of... <laughs> Sorry, that was good. Oh, <laughs> was going to Yeah. The pair of friends turned their attention to discussing books that they had read recently. The quality of books and the subsequent movies of the books really grinds my gears, Mara, Andrew said softly whilst running his hands through his thick wavy hair. Thank you very much, Simon. (laughs) On me chin. This is clearly a fantasy story. (laughs) Ooh, you... I pet, I cannot believe how... I don't know why I'm putting the accent on. I pet, <laughs> I cannot believe how they are so popular. The world has changed a lot in the in the past 50 years. 2077, who'd have thought we made, we'd have made it here, Mara? Anthony replied. His jolly accent had been fading ever since Newcastle had become a sovereign state of Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> Andrew swept the hair out of his eyes and took a quick sip of tea. Wouldn't change a thing, though. no. Not one thing, Anthony quickly chipped in, except the bloody state of books these days. Both friends said simultaneously. In reality, Anthony had got there slightly quicker, but with call delays a regular apper- op- occurrence even since the siege of the Atlantic, they were none the wiser. At that moment, Tony Tunafish, yes, Ooh. Anthony's annoying neighbor of seven years, seven years old, walked past. I can't stand that kid, Mara, or his dad, Johnny Longdrops, and his brother, Norman Beetroots. Name and conventions had certainly changed since the unexpected but highly stoppable mouse-mouth outbreak of 54. What was worse, Tony was carrying a copy of Strawberries in Crime, a book that yes. both of the old men particularly disliked, especially as the proposed film was set to star a de-aged Tim Henman, a man who has been dead since the great tennis Cull. Again, highly avoidable, but the badminton group, set up to increase the popularity of badminton, had taken things too far. (laughs) It's them books. I can't stand them, Andrew cursed. Anthony was just about to open his final hidden beer. Beer had, after all, been outlawed after a particularly nasty incident involving a scientist and a giant grasshopper. Well, I have a surprise for you, Mara. Anthony's put his beer back in its hiding place. It would keep for another call. I'm going to Amazon teleport over something now. It immediately appeared in Andrew's hand. Could it be? No, surely not. It was a time capsule pill. Both men gazed at each other. They knew their mission. Too many things had changed. They had to solve it all. Too many highly avoidable things throughout their lifetime. They both held their pills up and swallowed them together. They stood together in person. Both men were in their former bodies and were young men again. Anthony stretched his young again limbs and said, We're back in 2022, Mara. Oh, Andrew, where has your hair gone? (laughs) Andrew had not read the side effects of taking the time capsule pill with a cup of tea. His luscious hair had gone. Now and forever. This is where everything that goes wrong in the future starts. I've traced it back to here, Mara. Anthony's full Geordie accent was back now. God, he'd missed it. (laughs) <laughs> I really did. The men knew what to do. They went back to their normal lives so, as, to not re- so as, to, as not to raise suspicion and worked quietly, unassumingly until the time was right. Hello and welcome to the Dome Publishers podcast, Andrew belted out gleefully. Only the two friends knew the real reason they were so giddy. Over the next few months, they released such titles as Who's the Real Monster? When Mild Turns Wild, Satan's Trousers and many more. They had successfully sorry, they had successfully created a world where all of their most hated stories had been made unpublishable. Their mission complete, they returned home. Everything was the same, except Anthony's neighbours no longer held the names he had known them as before. They had the correct names of the times like Zorb and Xalius. Much better. The men could enjoy modern literature as the stories were no longer in print. A few months later, the two months, the two men even sat together again. You know, Mara, there's still a lot of awful stories out there. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Send over a time capsule series two of Don't Publish This. The end.
0: I feel like... Anthony, and Simon need a podcast.
1: First and foremost, Simon and Anthony, uh, many, many thank you for yours. many, many thanks even for your stories. Um, but me gut, I'm sorry, but I think Simon's got the unpublishable one here. I think that was just there was so many for me. There was just so many bits and pieces that he dropped in unicorn wars the scientist and the grasshopper um what was it there's something cool there was a cull cool of something oh, i enjoy yeah the tennis call cool. the tennis call cool. yeah i just because to me and i suppose we're getting into the uh to the the science if you like of unpublishable stories and what to yes. me what makes it an unpublishable story is bits of crap like that basically <laughs> ooh, I oh I am not I'm crap a... sorry but you know what I mean just like ooh, undeveloped you know what I've undeveloped <laughs> not really kind of like kind of kind of developed any further not really kind of like they've just kind of like sprinkled in And not really kind of like, and just kind of like mixed about a little bit. I was, I must admit, I was, uh, I quite enjoy those little
0: references. They're the sort of things that you would say to me are very publishable. Add layers, you'd talk about onions and stuff like that. But when you're not competing, that
1: non competitive edge takes out a sharpness. No, and I hope. Sorry, sorry, Simon. I don't. When I say when I say crap, I don't mean crap. I mean I mean utterly awful, truly vile writing. If I can get a word in, I mean, I mean like undeveloped, like not really quite cooked through. If that makes sense, and and I like, but to me that is the essence of this podcast. So really, in a roundabout way, you've got the biggest compliment that you could possibly get from me because the you kind of you you chuck it in and it's like yeah it gets it gets a a ride chuckle but because you've not really added more to it and enhanced it and kind of like brought it to life even further you just kind of gloss you drop it in and gloss over it and move on then it it then that leaves me kind of like oh that's 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 intriguing which in a roundabout way makes it publishable i suppose because it makes you want to read yeah, more means. but at the same time doesn't because you didn't tell us anymore about the unicorn wars and i really want to find out what went on and why why is newcastle become a sovereign state of trinidad and tobago and and all the rest of it so I feel yeah like if you keep it's...
0: talking you're gonna you're gonna change your mind again and then back again and
1: then back again. i feel like you're debating with yourself here i think i think i will i think that's that's probably why it's a good job that we're we're not gonna... I think it's
0: worth saying, I really enjoyed it. Yes, as did I. I, just, I enjoyed I both thoroughly. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed, enjoyed it. Both stories, James. Um, Thank I you. Did, my my fate, Do you know what I really enjoyed as well? I enjoyed um, how personal it was to um, ourselves. You know, and little little niche references that only listeners to the podcast, followers of the social medias. Friends and or family members would get like you know luscious locks, for example <laughs> yeah and and you know and, and I'm okay with that. God gave some people a beautiful head
1: the there rest he put hair on
0: so explain the beard then um I said head in reference to. The top, the dome, the forehead upwards. with why you? If you
1: if you feel like God has somehow blessed you by making you bold, well, why have you grown hair out your chin? Well,
0: um, you didn't bless me with a very nice face.
1: Oh, I think I think you did. Nice one, God. Um, do you think this is <laughs> unpublishable, or unpublishable, Andrew? I'm. <sighs> See. I I re I,
0: part of me is leaning heavily towards publishable. However, mm. for me, the thing that made it unpublishable was exactly that it was a niche reference. Um, you know, and I know we've had listeners in Thailand and listeners in Singapore, and you know Scarborough or wherever. Um, but I feel like we're still very much in the niche podcast phase of our development. So, Indeed. you know, I, I think were it to be published, I'd buy it. Um, I've like seen to be a lot. It. But <laughs> thanks. I, I, you, you're sort of ding dong in between. God, you got a beautiful face, too. There's not really much to be said about you. Um, <laughs> you there's um, beyond sorry, Andy, sorry. our podcast yeah. listenership. I, th- I feel there's, there's there's probably not much of a market yet, but I think you know. Give it another, give it another five years, bestseller.
1: So what? So what's your answer then? Publishable or not? Temporarily unpublishable. Well, you just get comfy on that fence there, Andrew. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that this one was unpublishable. Okay, out, and out, out and out now, unpublishable, in the sense of, like I said before, it was like it it, it had that beautiful mix of, kind of want of entice me, with little details, but because they were just so random and so wacky, and and ultimately, as I know, I mentioned this, they said this word a couple of times now already, not like underdeveloped, undercooked, as it were. That that I it can't. It's 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 it. To me, it's what it's it's a perfectly unpublishable story. Yeah, you are describing, apart from that last
0: sentence, Darwin Nunez. Just that is the captain chaos of unpublishable stories. So should we just say? It's, thank if you've you. If managed again, to get a Darwin
1: Nunez comment <laughs> in there, like if you bought Andy Karloff, wish.
0: No, oh, hang on, hang on. I wouldn't trade Captain Chaos for Andy Carroll. But yes, thank you for sending in those delightful tales. I've been thoroughly entertained. Hopefully our listeners have as well. I'm sure they have. Um, please keep listening. And we are fully written up and ready to go for Series 3 coming soon. Um, And I guess that leaves
1: nothing else to say, Anthony, but... Um, If anyone else wants to get involved and send stories, remember the email address is dumbpublisherspodcast at gmail.com Oh, and ciao for now, guys. Thanks very much. Yes, ciao for now. (laughs) You'll never ever beat Dan Byrne. He's from Blythe. Cheers, everybody. Had to get Dan Byrne referencing, didn't you? Absolutely. Bye. Bye! Big love. Biggest of love. Don't write this. Don't read this. Don't rate this. It's rubbish. Don't publish this podcast.